Gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Dildos and wonders galore. You want... A nice hand job? <laughs> See, I... That, yeah, I was trying to rhyme thingamabobs, and I was like, I can't think of anything. We could do a nice, dirty, like, 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 uh, spoof parody, that's what the word I was looking for, parody songs of, of Disney. Should we'll we do like, a parody weird, album? We'll be like Weird Al Yankovic, but like, it'll be Weird Gal and Cranky Bitch, because that's me. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> This is happening. <laughs> this has to happen. Are you kidding me? Weird gal and cranky bitch. It's perfection. And, and the whole, like, we sing our thing, but then our whole, like, little act on uh, in between songs, I'm just mad to be there and just upset. Okay. Okay, queered listeners, uh, this is your, um, your official announcement that we are going to start a Patreon. And... <laughs> It is going to fund our parody album. So, just get ready for that. Give us your money. Give me all your money! Give me your money. Um, And with that, uh, welcome to Queered. (laughs) We are your hosts. I'm Michelle. I'm Justin. And I'm a cranky bitch. And I am... What was it? Weird gal? Mm -hmm. I am a weird gal. And that's true. Sometimes I'm a cranky bitch too. So. And sometimes I'm a weird gal. It's, it's perfect. You know? We're it's great. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. And I hope that this episode is one of the most beautiful things that you have ever heard, listener. I feel like it will be. I feel like it will be. I hope they're ready for it. <laughs> they're probably not. As you saw from the title, this week's main topic is just. I mean, what are we really saying? That I mean, the top main topic is drag race, but is it like? <sighs> I think just like drag race. What happened? Like you know? drag race feels. I guess. But I like... guess. If I mean, you guys know before us because we haven't named it yet. But like, maybe we named it something better. But at this point, it's just kind of like we're talking about this episode and like what this episode means for like the whole show in general um so we'll get to that later but yeah we've got some fun pop culture news to talk about well some of it's not fun actually um <laughs> but yeah also i know we're filming filming this we're recording this while i'm driving home from work so if you hear a loud scream and bang i just wrecked my car not that it's gonna happen but just just in case, just FYI, you know? FYI, that c- the traffic noises you hear are not from your commute, they are from Justin's. Although, I can't really hear anything. If anything, it's just, like, cracklier audio on your end, I think. Um. Uh, that's because I'm screaming into my Mazda's lovely uh, microphone. I think it's here? Maybe here? I can't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know... Working girls gotta make it work, so... Make that coin. Make that coin, hunty. So, other than avoiding car accidents on your commute, what else have you been up to lately, Justin? Uh, sorry. <laughs> are you joking? Uh, uh, no, I didn't get hit, but... LA drivers are weird. They're hard. They're hard to deal with. 
Um, oh my, I don't know if I'm comfortable doing this. No, we're good, we're good, we're good now. It was just because it was like, drivers getting on, and you know how sometimes they're stupid, and like, you're trying to like, gauge the speed. Anyways, um, I've been good, uh, working out, Mother's Day was fun, got to hang out with my mom, which was really cool. You know, I miss my mom, I'll say it. I don't get to see her as often, like, living out in L.A., which is, like, dumb because it's only a two-hour drive back to Orange County, but, like, yeah. Yeah, bitch, I, like, haven't seen my mom in months, and she, we live on the opposite side of the continent, so you can suck my kiss on that one. I'd gladly do that, but (laughs) I'm, um, you know, don't yuck my yum and, um, don't dwindle my pain because of yours. Or something of that nature. <laughs> Anyways, it was just really nice hanging out with my mom. We took her out to um, Tempo in Brea. Oh, cute. Which up a lot, and they didn't have the squid fried rice, which is all I wanted. But, oh. you know, what are you going to do? Anyways, um, what's been going on in your neck of the woods? Um, oh, I've been watching shows. So, on Sunday, Chad and I went and saw Avenue Q. Which um, is, like, I think maybe my, like, number one favorite musical of all time. It's just so funny and heartwarming, and I love it. And so we saw that, and we realized it's been about eight years exactly since we first saw it together when the high school choir group came to New York. So that was kind of cute. And it's also ending um, next weekend, so I definitely wanted to make sure I saw it before it ended. Um, and that was amazing. Obs. And then yesterday, we went and saw Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Live, which we're obviously big fans of. And so I was like, expecting it to obviously be a great time. And they're going to sing songs that I love. Um, as you guys know, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend cast was my number one top played artist of 2018 on Spotify, so it's no secret that I fucking love the music of this show, and it w- the show was so much more than I thought it would be. It was, like, there was a narrative structure to it of sorts, not like that they were in character, but, like, it was really funny, there were jokes, like, really fun costumes and props, and, like, the way that they made all the songs, like make sense in the structure that they were was so fun and that uh, like all ev- the whole cast is so talented Donalyn Champlin holy shit can she sing the house down it was in I was like am I really hearing someone this talented sing right now like it was wild at Radio City Music Hall which like added another level because I'd never even been there before um so yeah I don't know if there's... Are they still touring? I have no idea. But if you can watch this freaking show, you have to. And it was different from what they broadcast on TV when they did it in LA, which I didn't even watch that because I thought it would be the same and I didn't want spoilers. I wanted to be, like, super surprised. But this was, like, R-rated. Like, okay, so, like, spoiler alert, if you are going to go watch it and you don't want to know what happens, like, skip ahead, like, a minute of this podcast. But at the end... It's for, like, one of the the la- very last song in the encore. She does heavy boobs. 
so she's dancing around. She, like, makes her in-laws in the audience put blindfolds on. And then a screen comes down and you see her uh, silhouette and she takes off her bra and is dancing and singing to heavy boobs. Then the screen goes up and then she's just tits out. Tits out? Tits out. But, like, I was really far back so I couldn't tell if she had pasties on or not. But, like, she it was just her tits. And then she did, like, a magic, well, not, like, a magic trick, but she was joking that it was, like, a circus act or, I don't know, some, like, crazy thing. And she, like, literally hid stuff under her boobs. Like, without even a bra on. Like, she was holding shit up under her boobs. It was wild. And it was so fun. Like a, like a, like a mini burlesque number. Yeah, kind of. Into it. Yeah, it was, I, I mean, she's just incredible. And, like, you know, the other writers are there. The band is comprised of, like, the songwriters and lyricists. And, like, it was it was just so much talent. Like, it was wild. I, uh, I told you that, like, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend's not my cup of tea, but I'm yes. watching it. But I, like, I feel like it has to be a had to have been an amazing show because they're all good singers at the minimum, you know? Yeah, like, if you don't like the storyline and stuff, like, you have to at least be like, damn, like, these actors and actresses are so talented and the songwriting is so clever. It was, it was fun. So, yeah, I mean, I think I just talked about that for so long, but, like, (laughs) it was so good. I literally just watched it, like, 24 hours ago as well, so it's, like, fresh in my mind. Very fresh. Yeah, something else that's fresh is a new what? a new celebrity relationship. You want to know what it is? Yeah. Janelle Monet and Lupita Nyong'o. Shut the fuck up right now. Are you kidding me? You kidding me? So Wait, seriously? <laughs> No. I mean, yes. Oh. Yes, what? seriously. Yes, seriously. When did this happen? Um, so they were seen, like, canoodling at the Met Gala, and I mean, I think at this point, it's, like, still rumors, and it's just, like, they're possibly dating, but they were, like, making, like, physical contact and, like, caressing each other's faces, like, they were apparently, like, in someone's Instagram story, like, grinding and dancing, and, like, touching each other's faces and shit. And just looking so cute. And their outfits were both incredible and colorful and beautiful. And, oh, my gosh. Like, you need to just look up these pictures of them, like, getting all cutesy. I'm like, make that's, out. <laughs> that's true. If that ends up being true, that's a beautiful couple. And, like, the talent and power that that couple has. Oh, my God. Janelle Monae, you can tell she she pulls. She's, like, a... You could tell. She's a little freaky deep, you know? Oh, I mean, yeah. You can tell in her music, in her music videos. Like, she knows what she wants, and she gets it, and she makes everyone around her want it, too. You know? Like, she's powerful. And, I mean, Lupita as well. But Lupita seems a little more, like, she's, like, the sweet one. Yeah. Like, she's into it, but, like, she's gonna be, like, a little cutesy about it. And Janelle's, like, fucking, this is what we're doing, you know? Yeah, I, I, you could tell, 
Janelle has, what would be the, I guess BDE, but like BCE? Huh? Like BCE. Oh. Big dick energy, but then BCE. Big cunt energy? I was going to say big clip, but yeah, okay. <laughs> or do you know what? I like BPE. Big puss energy. I just like the word puss. Like, it's so fun, because it's like pussycat, but also like puss puss. I, 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 I like the new thing in, like, drag where they're like, oh, she's she's real pussy right now. Like, she's, yeah. she's real pussy. It's like the new, instead of just, instead of saying fishy, it's, just say it. Say that she looks like a freaking pussy-ass woman, you know? <laughs> Uh, oh, so, you know, yeah anywho i hope it's a tr- i hope it's not just rumors i hope it's true but if it's not then like they played everyone at the met gala because they they looked like super cute um something that's not super cute <laughs> in entertainment news is disney acquiring hulu which like i mean as a disney and hulu fan like okay like it's probably not gonna affect me negatively but it's, like, scary how much of a monopoly Disney, like, already was and, like, is further becoming. Like, it's Wait, just... I'm sorry. I, I, Disney acquired question. Hulu. I know, but wasn't... Was this part of the... This is separate from the previous deal we talked about a couple weeks ago, right? That was... What was that? Fox? That was Fox. So, okay, Fox was separate from Hulu... This is a separate deal. How much did they sell it for? Um, for? I don't know. I have. I'm bad at giving you information. Hold on. All right. I, this is news to me, so I'm just like, what? But also, yeah, it just happened. I really, really like the Runaways Marvel series. So cool that that's all under one roof. I guess. But yeah. yeah it's honestly, terrifying. Oh, okay. It happened yesterday. Comcast on Tuesday agreed to sell its ownership stake in the streaming video service to Disney. The sale will happen for at least another five years, but Disney will take full operational control of Hulu right now. Um, shit. Which also, it's like, okay, then I don't understand why they're making their own... Yeah, why Disney Plus just put all of that shit on Hulu? Like, I don't get it. I mean, obviously, they would make more money this way, but, like, ugh. Um... yeah, but also, like, I, you know how Hulu has Hulu Live, because it was a deal they had with Comcast, uh, so you can watch live, live TV, yeah. so I wonder if that's going to transition out, since, and that's why it's taking, like, the five years, because people are on, like, plans for that, and then Disney will have a full, like, be able to produce more than Netflix. Yeah, okay, well, listen to this, maybe you'll be able to, like, pull some info that i'm not getting from this um we also comcast sold it to disney the deal is a sign of how much streaming video has changed in the last few years hulu was at one time a joint venture between several media titans disney 21st century fox comcast's nbc universal which i totally forget comcast owns nbc universal and time warner now warner media None of those companies had majority control. 
Now Hulu is effectively a Disney product. The company became the majority stakeholder in the streaming video service after it closed a deal for most of Fox's assets in March. So because, oh my God, this is wild. So, okay, so Disney and Fox and, you know, also NBC and Time Warner all had, all were in this joint venture f to create Hulu and then Disney bought Fox. And so now Disney technically is half of the venture. So then really they were just picking off the remaining bits of Hulu before they had like majority control. Cause they were probably at half and then. And then Comcast the sold the rest. So that, so that leaves NBC and with the other one where they, well, they have no stakes. NBC is Comcast. Oh fuck. You literally just said that. I'm sorry. And so the only one left is Warner Media, which I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Who the fuck is a Warner Media? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, so last month... Oh, oh my god, I'm so dumb if I just kept reading. Here we go. Last month, Warner Media, now owned by AT&T... Are you kidding me with these? Agreed to sell its 9.5% interest back to Hulu. So Warner Media gave it back to Hulu and then everybody else fucking took Hulu. Whoa. Comcast owns roughly a third of Hulu. Under the terms of the deal, Comcast will sell its interest to Disney for Hulu's fair market value no earlier in 2024. Disney is guaranteed that the sale price will reflect a minimum total equity value of $27.5 billion for Hulu at that time. Wow. Holy shit. It says, uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger said that Hulu rep represents the best of television, adding that the company is now able to completely integrate Hulu into its streaming plans in a way that makes the service even more compelling and a greater value for consumers. Disney has already made clear that Hulu will be a critical part of its streaming strategy. When the company debuted its Disney Plus service to investors last month, it also spoke at length about the future of Hulu, which has more adult programming like The Handmaid's Tale. Disney executives talked about potentially building its services together for a discounted price. Oh, sorry, bundling, not building. Ooh, bitch, you know I'm going to be down for that. That's a good deal then. Wow, there's so much more to this article, but I mean, that's kind of the gist. And like, it's cool on one side, but it's also like, this is scary, like how monopolies are like just truly how America runs, you know? Yeah, and how this, like the Disney monopoly, monopoly in particular is just so, had such a like a terror, like it's a titan. Yeah. Like, it truly makes me think of that, um, remember that political cartoon that is, like, the octopus of, um, yes. what, oh my god, I can't think of the word, um, not conquering, oh my god, what is it called? Oh my god. Well, basically, Great Britain is an octopus in this political cartoon, just, like, snatching up all the countries. What is it called, Justin? Imperial, Im not imperialism. Yeah, imperialism. Yes. Is that what I'm thinking of? I think so. Basically, like, colonization and shit. Um, and that is kind of Disney to the, like, media 
landscape, I guess. Or not even media, entertainment as a whole, because we were also talking, like, theme parks and shit, you know? Anywho, that's scary, but also, like, if I can bundle Disney Plus and Hulu, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> it's all worth it. Just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> um, something that... Uh, fans and critics alike are saying is potentially not fine or some are saying it's fine and some say are saying it's not is uh, the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones and the season 8 as a whole like people are very it's very divisive and as a person that's now completely caught up and watching it in real time for the last two episodes I want to talk about this <laughs> okay first off what did you think of the last episode? Um, I had some issues with it, but, like, I thought as a whole, like, okay, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I think I'm weird in that when I consume media or art, um, I just, it's, it's not my story to tell. So when people have issues with how things play out, like, that's fair. Like, I had a few things and I was like, oh, I kind of wish it would have gone this way instead. But it's not my story. You know, yeah. like, so it's, I kind of just go with whatever's happening. It's like, okay, like, I think a lot of people had issue with, or not I think, I know a lot of people had issue with um, Daenerys's seemingly fast, um, like, fall Her into the Mad Queen. Yeah, yeah, but I, that was something that I didn't think was, I mean, yes, I think over the course of the episode, things went rather quickly, um, in terms oh, honestly, of, like, that, her, her turn into this, like, crazy, she, it was, like, it's been building up. Yeah, she, exactly, so that's why I was, like, it's not that surprising, like, yes, it's disappointing because we want her to be this perfect queen, but, like, They've been alluding to it all season. Like, the looks... Remember at the party when they're all celebrating after the long night? And she's just, like, yeah. grumpy as fuck. I mean, they even met... Like, if you remember season one when her brother gets the gold crown... Yeah. Like, even there, she would come crazy. Like Yeah, like, she was enjoying him die like that. I think her character has had this balance of, like, oh, is she gonna be good? Is she gonna be evil? And, like... It's just whichever way the scales tipped in the, this season, it's just, I think where these fans are having a problem with that are, like, they wanted it to tip the other way. They wanted this, like, really, like, good, um, like, altogether good, uh, as in, like, a holier-than-thou, you know, like, savior, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's, like, just fucking deal. Literally, literally just fucking deal. Yeah. Also, um, like, Varys stated very clearly, when it comes to Targaryens, it's a flip of the coin. You're either good or you're bad. So the fact that she's had bad in her means that she's completely bad because you can't have any bad in you if you're a Targaryen and you're good, you know? There you go. There you and go. it's like, okay, John, a.k.a. What's his real name? Aemon? No, he's not Aemon. He's Aegor. Aegor, whatever. Jon Snow. He's completely good, you know? So it's like, okay, then also, if he's completely good and we know that, what are the odds that there would be two completely good Targaryens left in the world? Like, <laughs> And they're going to end it on this, like, in between the two of them. Yeah. Um, whatchamacallit? My, or for the fans, or fans, people listening to this who don't watch Game of Thrones, if you want quick 
funny recaps, um, just a little plug for our friend, but um, CC and Andy, they do, um, they've been doing like recaps of uh, Game of Thrones in their episodes, and the one they did, CC did of this week's episode was fantastic. It's oh my god, I haven't listened yet. Yikes. It's easy to follow and really funny, so just pause this, go listen to that, find it wherever it is, and then come back to this discussion. But yeah. <laughs> um, I agree with the complaints about, like, Cersei and Jamie's like, oh, yes. character development. Those two. Like, and also, what? like, it wasn't, if anything, okay, like, I get, like, Cersei is, like, a drug to Jamie, so, okay, whatever. But at the very least, give us a satisfying death for Cersei. <laughs> yeah, and I truly do not believe that Cersei would have been so stubborn as to stay in the tower until it was crumbling. Like, yeah. I think as soon as she saw Danny, like, turn the light shit up on fire, her ass would have been down in the crypts trying to escape the city because her whole thing is about survival and, mm-hmm. like, continuing her line. Like, that is, that's been her number one, is continuing her line and being in power. Like, you can't be in power watching people die. Like, you knew it was going to turn when they surrendered. Anyways, I think that's enough. Like, no, I can't. Like, not um, of the that one. I think the fans who are like trying to have them redo this season or like yeah, there's the, a petition the, the, on Change dot org right now. Like, just deal with it. Like, we. I mean, come on. That's what fanfic is for. Just start writing fanfic. You think when Harry Potter books ended and people didn't get exactly what they wanted, they made fucking petitions? No, they were like, okay, this is what J.K. Rowling did, whatever. If I disagree, I'm going to make a fanfic about it. Just make fanfics. Go to Archive of Our Own. What? J.K. Rowling wasn't even happy when the books ended. She started writing fanfic too. (laughs) True. Like, actually... So it's like, go to Archive of Our Own or go to fanfiction.net and just let your feelings out there via fanfic because everyone likes to read it. I've read some fanfic that, like, I don't necessarily love if it were canon, but it's not canon and that's why it's fun to read. I will say this last episode was very beautiful. Oh, it was brilliantly shot. And the music, are you kidding me? I could, yeah. like, this is gonna, yeah, like, I want to listen to the music of this episode, like, just for fun. Oh my god, we're already at 27 minutes, so I'm just gonna quickly say um, our last pop culture news segment, and it's kind of sad, but also, like, girls gotta do what girls gotta do, and Britney Spears is not going to be back for another Vegas residency um, because of her mental and physical health. Her dad fell ill last year, and it really... Um, she's have, uh, struggling dealing with that and her manager has even said that she may never perform again and he doesn't, he's not going to force her or like pressure her in any way to perform until he thinks that she's completely healthy. So, you know, that's good. We don't need another 2007 on Britney's record, you know? Right. Exactly. And we just want her to do well because we love her. Brittany, if you're listening, we love you and we support you in anything that you need to do. If you just want to sell perfume for the rest of your life, fucking do it, girl. Fucking do it. And I mean, it's not like she doesn't, isn't going to be set for life. You know, we don't have to worry about Britney Spears fiscally. So take care of your your mind, baby. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that is that on that. Um, that is that. That's that on that. We're not going to talk about Drag Race yet because obvs it's our main topic. Um, but we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Justin? Huh? Um, Chad just got home, and so when we talk about Drag Race, he's gonna jump in. Okay, cool. And we are back. Hey, Michelle, can I? <laughs> is that a knock at the door? <gasps> Who is that? Let me in. Can you get it? Let me in. Let me in. Who the fuck? Chad, get the fuck out of here. Oh, okay. Oh, mm, oh. Wait, kidding. Come back. Come back. Come back. Okay, okay, okay. You want to be on the pod? I do. <laughs> Just quit oh, with the squeakiest. And his squeaky-ass chair. My squeaky chair. I've had it for five years, and it's done me well. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> Thanks for having me back, y'all. What, Justin? I have nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was my pleasure, and we've come full circle with I feel like that episode with Michelle and I seeing Crazy Ex Girlfriend oh live my God. last yeah, night. Yeah, we I, yeah I talked you about know? that earlier. Um, but do you have any? Oh, is that? Oh, oh, I did just find out that uh-huh. um, Lin Manuel Miranda performed tonight. Thank God show. we weren't there. <laughs> oh my God, I would have booed. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have booed, but. He would have been like, you're blocked from my Twitter account? Get out. <laughs> wow, but no Santino? No Santino. No, then pff, who fucking gives a shit? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we're jumping back in. This is our Can I Talk to You for a Minute segment. Justin and Chad, can I talk to you guys for a minute? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so today I just want to rant about my day, and it kind of, like, sums up this week, like, as a whole, and, like, I don't know what the fuck I did to karmically be punished this week, but I'm being punished by the animals of the world. Um, the dog of the family that I nanny for has vomited, mm, there was three times on Monday and two times today that I had to clean up. While I was walking today, a bird literally shit on my face. Like, brownish-green shit was on my face. No, less than less than five minutes later, a bug flew into my face and almost into my mouth, and I smushed it on my hand. Like, I don't know what the hell's happening, but I'm scared for what the rest of this week is going to hold for me. Animals of the world, please cool your fucking jets. I'm a huge animal lover. I'm sorry I'm never going to be vegetarian because I just love to eat you too much. <laughs> but, like, what the hell? Stop attacking me. That's it. And time. Wow, Michelle, was so good. Was that my first rant? Yeah. 
remembered what we said on this podcast, I would be able to tell you that, but I don't know. True. <laughs> Listeners, let us know. Was that my first rant, or did I already rant before? I don't remember. Well, who wants to go next? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out dinner right now, also, while driving around, so there's a lot of things happening in my mind. Um, Is this hey, safe? I... What? Is this fucking safe? <laughs> Maybe. Oh um, my god. <laughs> hey guys, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so... Um, this is gonna go one way. I know I complain about people in L.A. and driving a lot, but this one's gonna be the pedestrians in L.A. I have a couple main complaints. One, if you're gonna cross, use a crosswalk, at least just look up a little bit, because if I'm gonna hit you with my car, I want to look you dead in the eyes, you know? So don't just walk with your head down, uh, like, eyes glued to your phone, or, like, up in the air, because you don't want to make eye contact with the dude you just cut off or made me slam on the brakes, so I couldn't make a right-hand turn. 30 seconds. Uh, additionally, because um, I'm driving through Hollywood right now, fucking tourists, red hand means stop, white man says walk. Don't follow all these people who are jaywalking or these crack addicts who are just walking across the street, jumping around. 15 I seconds. Because almost slammed my car into your uh, Swedish-ass... 10 seconds. And that's time. Wow. 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 Uh, Michelle and Justin? Uh Uh-huh. Can I talk to you for a minute? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, today I'm going to rave about, well, I guess, okay, I need to go. Um, I need to... (laughs) First... First, farmer's markets. So I've been interning at this place by Union Square, and every day I go, they've had a farmer's market. Have I ever shopped there? No, because I never had time to take a break, and I just always felt like I was just so overwhelmed because there were just so many, like, how many eggs can I choose from? <laughs> I, a lot. But today I bought... 30 seconds. 30, I bought a, oh, I was talking too. <laughs> today I bought a bag of pretzels. They're called Martin's Pretzels. Very crunchy, very tasty. The people were super nice. I bought a $5, and it was, like, this, like, bag. And it looked like it was, like, pretzel pieces that had broken because they were all, like, broken. 15. Um, but it was a great purchase. I snacked. I it, I Ten. really wish I had mustard. But they were great, and I wish that maybe someday I Five. will buy from farmer's markets more, buy local, support local businesses. I am, don't. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. What a stressful three minutes. Um, something else stressful that lasts much longer than three minutes is Drag Race. <laughs> Wait, what is that? RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I don't know what I was thinking. Not that. Um, th- I know, you're so shook by last week's elimination. It's honestly, like, we're going to get into this, but it's like... I mean, you guys have been hearing Justin and I's <laughs> disdain for this season and just how the drag race, like, community in general has been. Um, maybe we should start with getting, me like, Chad's input, because uh, I don't think he's had quite as negative of a reaction <laughs> as we have. Um, I feel like 
in level of like who hates drag race the most not that we hate it but like the hatred level or the anger level is like justin definitely first then me then chad i don't even know if chad's mad at all so let's uh <laughs> let's hear what chad on thinks. the anger spectrum i would say in summation um i haven't liked or disliked this more than other even seasons? with this last episode well so i am but i am very i'm I feel like that one Instagram that I saw on it that I showed you that was, or that you'd seen that was like, you're in good company, Nina West. And yeah. it compared her to Ms. Cracker and Katya and Vandela Crown from their seasons. Yeah. They're all eliminated sixth. And like, people were bummed about And like, I think to have a controversial elimination is like, can be helpful. Like, it's obviously like not what I wanted, but like, there is. Uh, Career-wise, it's not like, horrible. Right. Yeah. Um, I think the difference with this one, though, is, like, those ones, the lip syncs, and who they were <laughs> up against seemed comparable. That's true. And that's and what I, like... And this one was so just not... Yeah, and I think that's what I'm, like, I forget. Like, I I think of, like, oh, but look at this, but, like, oh, wait... But that was like a sloopy doopy lip sync. Sloopy doopy. So just like <laughs> to explain for those of you that are listening that don't know what the fuck we're talking about, why are you here? And also, <laughs> this past episode was episode eleven, bring back my queens. And so, I think it's almost every season. At one point, Rue brings back the eliminated queens to do something. Um, and so this week, the main challenge was the. Or yeah, There's yeah. A makeover challenge around this time. And so, like, this was combined together. So the remaining queens made over the returning queens, transforming them into members of their own drag family. Um, guest judges were Lena Waith and Wanda Sykes. Mini challenge, slap out of it, which like was just the reading challenge with slapping. <laughs> Thoughts? Did we like it? Do we want them to do it again? I thought. Um, I think because the reading challenge was so weak. <laughs> I think maybe like if this was done on like say an All Stars two where the reads were so good mm-hmm. and then followed by like a funny comic slap, like I think it would have provided more of a, a punch. But I think it was just like messy and yeah. like not in a fun, funny way. Yeah. I kind of filled an hour and a half with nonsense. Like, some of them were fun, but I don't think it's a strong enough group for us to hear them attempt to read each other again, because <laughs> they're just weak yeah. as fuck. And I also wasn't clear who, if you won, if you won by your read, or if you won by the reaction to your slap. Yeah, it was... I was like, who... I think it was the reaction to the slap, because Brooke ends up winning this challenge, and she does, like, a triple pirouette out of a slap. <laughs> I was like, True. Oh, that's funny. Like, I, I see you winning from that. <laughs> yeah. All right. The reads, I would say the reads were all baseline, the same four level, but, like, she was the most entertaining person I, I thought to get, like, slapped. Yeah. Totally. So, uh, that leads her to winning, which means that she picks the pairs for the main challenge. So, she 
said which remaining queen would pair up with which returning queen to give makeovers. Thoughts on the choices that she made. For the most part, they were pretty matchy, except for one pair. Okay, I think, honestly, they were all pretty fair. And I think, like, because the pairings were um, Akira and Honey, Mm -hmm. Ariel and Vanjie, Brooke and Plastique, Nina and Suga, um, and then uh, Evie and Scarlet, and uh, Soju and Silky. Did I ever say that? No. No. But um, that's the one that, like, seems the most unfair, right? Well, I mean, so if you're going to say, like, everyone's body type kind of fit who they got matched to. And I think Soju would be the most closely matched to uh, Silky. That's true. But I think with this kind of thing, family resemblance is what's the hardest to, like, hardest hurdle to accomplish like to get over what am I saying in this kind of challenge and like I mean obviously Soju is Asian and Silky's black so like that is already like I think the biggest challenge that they would have I honestly think that them bringing Soju back like that was kind of setting up someone for more of a challenge than I think the others (laughs) Like, yeah, also, like, the way that she, like, like, has never walked in heels. Yeah, like, like, I I just feel like regardless of who had her. Yeah. I mean, maybe others would have been able to, like, adapt, like, give her better, like, makeup or a better outfit. Or do actual makeup. (laughs) We also, like, got the true tea that Silky straight up uses Sharpie for her lipstick and eyebrows. Excuse me? I was with Soju when she was like, uh, no. Like, yeah. Something else? Like not um, toxic for my face. There was a theory on or something that like that's why they didn't bring back Kahana or um, Raja because I thought Kahana like, didn't agree up. to come back. Oh, see, I don't know, but I heard that like because it would make sense if like there's a top six, is this top five, top six, top six mm-hmm. that like. Um, where there's two, three black queens, and then they only bring back, like, one black girl. Yeah. Like, just how it's going to be divvied up, you know? Mm. Yeah, which, I mean, feeds into our, like, complaint that this season is just so overproduced. But I don't think that they, like, thought it through that much, because I think it's giving too much credit to the producers to think that they, like... (laughs) really did their research on so do and we're like oh whoever's giving her in the fucking makeover challenge this is gonna be tv gold well it's not even that like i don't think it'll be really about soju i think the fact that like they made it so there weren't like matching quote-unquote like skin colors yeah i would say that's probably the baseline of what they what they got from it because that's always i mean that's always the hardest like when the judges complain about family resemblance it's like okay well if they literally have a different skin tone like first of all it's harder to do makeup on someone if you're only used to doing makeup on yourself it is harder to know what tones to use and secondly it's harder to look the same when one person is asian 
and very pale, and one person is black. Unless you're Michelle doing my makeup on Halloween. We're the same skin color, though. <laughs> like, we literally have the same Oh, I guess coloring. before you said the last thing I was going to say. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am uh, a pro. Just kidding, I'm not. <laughs> this episode really showed, though, like, for me, I've been, like, anti-Sophie, I think, as everyone's known since the beginning of the season. But, like, this, for me, really showed, like, oh, my gosh, she literally cannot is not a good drag queen like at the base of it she's just not a good drag queen like like yeah. maybe she's funny and she's got a lively personality and i guess her pretty far but like from the core basics of drag like padding making a costume mm-hmm. like makeup she relies on like easy tricks and like the easy workaround in order to like get something put together and i think all of that is addressed in this episode which is i think why like we're so like seething with anger because during the workroom, Rue goes up to Silky and calls out her pads. Yeah, and <laughs> Silky doesn't that. fucking address it. She just deflects to like to oh well I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna pray over my pads and hopefully and Rue's like okay well what are you gonna do about it like we've given you these critiques and she when she's confronted with like actually having to change her style. She, or, like, improve on herself, she freaks out, and you could tell she's thinking of how she's going to present herself, because she's mm-hmm. trying to get out the stupid Bruno Mars line. Like, <laughs> that that was just, went on for way too long. That moment was, like, I was like, oh, damn, is she, like, actually speechless for, like, once and doesn't know? Um, yeah. What did she even say? Don't believe me, just watch? I think so. Literally, what? just let the right into Taylor shed. <laughs> That's a joke. This bitch. This bitch. Yeah. Oh my god. So, uh, I mean, and so, yeah, our theme of Silky being just bad at all aspects of drag continues into the runway and then into the bottom two. Because, contrary to what I thought, Rue thinks that Nina fucking West deserves to be in the bottom two. What the fuck? Can I position this, though? Who else would have been in the bottom besides? I don't know, but Nina had an actual garment that was structured and well-fitting, and... She did, but, like, if you looked at the comparison, like, I thought, yeah, Nina deserved to be in the bottom two because of the rest of the people that were there. I, like... (laughs) Like, mm-hmm. I think it could have been Evie, maybe, but Evie's, like, concept and, like, her laughing on the runway and, like, that whole kind of, like, performative aspect of it, I thought was, like, well done. And she would be the only one that I would think would substitute instead of Nina. So, like, I thought yeah. she was going to be at the bottom, but, I like, That's who I thought was going to be. Lost major points. Yeah. I mean, it should not have even been a problem. Like, yes, it, like, I agree it was between Nina and Evie, but, like, also, whoever was that other person shouldn't have even been a problem because Silky was so bad, both on the runway and in the lip sync, that, like, it shouldn't have mattered who she was against because she should have gone home. 
Like, the lip sync yeah. was sloppy. She didn't know the words. She kept, like, turning around so, like, they wouldn't see her not saying the words. Like... So, wait. So, we get through the runway. Nia sorry. and Sophia announces bottom two. Mm-hmm. And the song's No Scrubs. Which, like, <laughs> yeah. should have been good. It should have been an easy lip sync, right? Like, I feel like... I feel like everyone gets really into that song. Into that song? Yeah. So, what the fuck? Because I, like, I listened to Race Chaser today, and they were like... Me yeah, too! I, I haven't listened like, yet. She did, boot, she did, like, a boot scoop, but it was, like, better performance than, like, the mess that was fucking silky. Like, way to miss with the thing of the song. Just because you can do a splat doesn't mean you should try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Wait, was, explain to our listeners who don't know what a splat is. So, basically, it's when... Instead of, like, doing a death drop, I think she does the splits, but the way she looks when she does it, it looks more like a flat. So it has been described as, like, a death flat. <laughs> okay. Or what did Akira call her? A walrus flat <laughs> That's straight from Akira's mouth. I'm not saying it. It was me, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just, like, things that, okay, like, w- when she walked to the back, of the mm-hmm. stage, like, stand on the ledge. Like, okay, like, there's, from All-Stars 4, like, Manila's, like, lean during uh-huh. How Do I Know. That was, like, oh, so perfect, so in line. And, but, like, she was, like, it just, like, she was, like, literally, like, teeter-tottering, like, <laughs> like putting effort into, like, balancing on that ledge. Just don't like, do it. It didn't look good at all. <laughs> it looked like she was, like, a kid, like, at a fucking, like, gymnastics class that's just like playing on the foam things and like doing weird shit off in the corner when everyone else is doing something else like why are you back there what are you doing where is your parental supervision do you know what it reminded me of that's an embarrassing memory on my behalf yeah it reminded me of going to a disney audition (laughs) where I think it was for a fuzzy character audition, um, where you, you went to the back of the room. No, but like, oh. but like you, you, you climbed on the Disney audition. <laughs> the, you climbed the, to the top of the castle. The the assignment or whatever audition was like, like you're gonna be a cowboy and then you're gonna be like a monkey and like oh and just like keep in mind that like you're gonna be in big suits so don't do anything <laughs> like don't do anything that you wouldn't be able to do in a big suit. And, like, I was one of the last people, so I, like, so basically I could overthink it. Overthink it? <laughs> overthought it. Yeah. You probably also overthanked Over- them for your for their time. Um, overthought it. They said go, and I, like, ended up, like, rolling on the floor. It was not a good moment, but oh, no. um, I was hired. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but it was, like, sort of like, like the over, like... What hasn't anyone else done? <laughs> Roll on the floor because that's what you're not supposed to do. <laughs> they are literally not supposed to do that. Um, oh my god. So I guess like that sort of like desperate like <laughs> look at me. <laughs> that's the best way to describe her. She was just desperate. As a whole though, like not even just oh, this performance, like the whole show, she's been desperate season, for attention. She's been like, I'm ready, let's sink whenever. Get me out there. Oh, yeah. And then that's what she, like, all that build up for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So true. I didn't even think about that, Justin. Yeah. 
I really, uh, someone brought this up that, like, you know how Rue was, uh, so they finished the lip sync and Rue just goes, ladies, that lip sync was meh. Meh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I don't think I've ever agreed with Rue more on something <laughs> than that. But meh. I think because they, like, this um, setup of there's going to be a top four, there's going to be a lip sync for the crown. Like, if it was just like the normal top three that they would have done, I think this would have been a double elimination. Mm. But because they needed, oh. they needed, uh, they needed an, uh, an episode this week, and they needed to eliminate top five to top four. They had to keep somebody. Mm. Then, well, then why didn't she just like bring someone back? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Honestly. I guess that makes sense. But then, why keep Silky? I think Rue has, a, like, a weird hard-on for Silky and, like, thinks she's still funny, but it's just so... She's so bad. I, like, I... I There was a point in the middle of the season where I was like, you know, maybe Silky's not that bad and I'm being too harsh, but then as episodes progressed, I was like, no, she's terrible. Like, Yeah. I mean, this, this episode has completely proven that, like, She's not a good drag queen. She couldn't lip sync to no scrubs. Who doesn't know no scrubs? You know what I mean? Like, that's one of the easiest songs I think that you can lip sync to, probably. The shit repeats over and over. Yeah. I think what it is, is they're like, it's time we had a plus size um, person of color win this season. And I think they're just pushing it really fucking hard. Like, But it shouldn't be her. It shouldn't be like that, but I think that since they had moved to VH1, I think that there's, it's, like, changed how they're producing the show. Like, and I think that this brings us into, like, the, the, the main point of this main topic, where it's, like, where Drag Race has gone and, like, what they're doing with the show now. Because, like, you, you, this whole season has just been way overproduced. You can see mm-hmm. where... The girls are super self-aware. The, like, storylines, you can tell everything's being pushed and set up in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And because, like, they know so many contestants that have been on it, they, like, know, like, oh, yeah, I have to follow along with this, or if they tell me to do this, I'll just do this. Instead of them being, like, more raw and, like, I, like, honestly, uh, does anyone listen to What's the Tuck? Um, no. I subscribed so it would like alert me when one when new episodes happen, but I have yet to listen to one. It's a lit- It's like they're funny, but they did bring up a good point where um, it's like Evie is probably the most real of all of them, mm-hmm. and she like breaks from the like production norm where everyone else is like, no, we have to follow these produced storylines, and Evie's like, I'm just gonna tell it like it is, like yeah. be me, don't like. So it comes off abrasive, but it's I wonder if how much how much of that is like because it's going against the storyline they're trying to edit together yeah that's an interesting way to think about it um dang it there was something i was gonna say but i forgot i wanted to know what you guys thought of this too i um read this article that was like what's wrong with drag race now Mm -hmm. did i watch it i can't remember um but Basically, they said that, like, even with these produced storylines, like, they're, they've lost the story arc of, like, season... They used Jinx as an example, where she started off kind of um, not doing so well, middle of the pack. 
she had everyone turn against her, and then at the end she had like a, a villain to like be her foil where she triumphed and ended up winning. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no person that they can set up in this way anymore. Like they they've kind of lost that like that storyline. Yeah. Well, I think also like in previous seasons you see. <clears throat> you see the queens become better over the course of the season. And I think, like, in this season and, you know, like, maybe even some people from previous seasons, they kind of just stay the same. Like, they just do the challenges as they are, but they're not necessarily, like, improving their drag during the process of the yeah. season. Um, which also... Oh, I remember what I was going to say earlier... They brought this up in Race Chaser, but, like, so many of the girls on this show now are younger and or new to drag. And, like, there's not as much of the, like, experienced drag queens, like, personas coming onto the show. Like, except for, like, Nina this season. Like, everyone else is pretty new. And so you're getting people that really only probably or not only but a lot of their experience with drag was watching drag race versus experiencing drag in the like nitty-gritty of the like drag scene with like older queens and like learning from them and you know like it's i think like i would i would love to see right yeah like i would love to see more experienced queens in the following seasons like could you imagine if like more of the girls had as much experience as nina this season how fun would that be because not only is it more entertaining to watch because like they really know their shit but they also have like war tales and like probably like previous drama like we're missing like Alyssa and coco you know like where is (laughs) that like fun like you get to hear about like years and years before like what they were doing like in pageants or in different competitions like that element is missing because most of the queens are fairly new to drag and like don't have any kind of history with the drag scene other than just like their local clubs and auditioning for drag race and social media i think what they should do well no because I think that like there's a problem of it like there's no queens that really come on and they're crunchy like Mm -hmm. that was great to see like crunchy queens before they like ironed everything out which is why All Stars is like so entertaining because like there is this elevated level of drag but then these in between seasons they're like they're also getting to this all-star elevation that they think they have to get to so you don't see that growth that you're talking about yeah well what do you think would need to change in the format to prevent this from happening because i feel like everything in the past like i would say since even though season nine introduced the lip sync for your life i think everything since season nine has been kind of wiggity whack I mean, I think number one needs to be casting. Like, 
I don't know, and I don't know exactly how, because, like, yes, it's fun to see people start at a lower, like, I guess lower level, you would say, and then grow as they're on the show, but it's also really fun to see experienced queens with history, and maybe even experienced queens that, you know, are kind of stuck in their ways and then, like, learn as they're on the show. Like, I love that kind of thing, too. But I think there's just, it's too, too many fresh people. And so they're all just like, you know, this is what they live for. And it's not that they already have established careers. And so that's why they're so like sticking to the formula or like sticking to the storylines that the producers want to make. And like, they're overthinking everything. And I think with seasoned queens they don't give like it's they obviously want to do well on the show but they also have a full career that they can like they're like this isn't my whole life kind of thing you know yeah i don't know i just i just want to see people that care about more than just drag race i think <clears throat> you know yeah i mean that's i don't know anything like i'm really bad at like Oh, well, like, this format of the show, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I think if they just do better with casting, it will happen. I think one of the things that I would say, or an idea that I have about, like, changing up the format of, like, All-Stars and regular seasons is instead, because we've had so much content so fast, Mm -hmm. I feel like the next season should be a redemption season. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but this is my idea. So they bring on 10 new queens, right? Mm-hmm. And their first challenge, like their photo shoot challenge, they bring them one by one to the runway, and it's a full judging panel. And then off to the side, it's old queens that are returning. Not all stars, just ones that were like, had competed on the show before, but were eliminated. Mm-hmm. And the, queen, the new queen that gets, that's, uh, auditioned for the show and they got brought to LA they have to pick one of the old queens to lip sync against and if they win they get to keep their spot and if they lose the old queen gets to be returned for a new season oh that is <laughs> cutthroat as hell and I think that would like shake it up because then if these new queens they come in and they think that they're all ready and they're a bowdy bowdy bad bitch they have to lip sync against someone who has been through drag race who has like a storyline already built up from the drag race, like, canon, right? Uh-huh. And then if they get sent home after, like, <laughs> it's, like, shitty, but, like, spending all this money on looks but not really having anything to back it up, like, maybe it'll dissuade or, like, it'll make it so that way other drag queens coming on that are trying to get on the show, they'll be like, fuck, I actually have to be prepared because I never know what's going <laughs> to yeah. my way. Oh, my God, that would be so fun. And then you have that whole, like, season queens or, like, old race, drag race girls yeah. that, like, were on the show, probably have beefs and drama with girls from other seasons because, like, Race Chaser talks about it all the time. Like, these girls know everything about each other. Yeah. And then we don't have to deal with the fucking all-star season with booty-ass non-all-stars. <laughs> <laughs> who would you, who would you want to see back? For that redemption season. Ooh, good question. Who would I want to Dang. see back for the redemption season? I don't know, because so many uh, fucking people have been on All-Stars already. 
Yeah, well, I would pull some of the. All, I would pull Chi Chi on there because I think she deserved a redemption from. Like she shouldn't have been on All Stars. Oh, I thought you said All Stars. No. Well, no, I mean like because none of them, in my opinion, the last two seasons only had a couple actual All Stars on them. You know, like yeah, they, yeah. They had queens that should have been on a redemption season, not on All Stars. Agreed. So I think I think Chi Chi would have been a good one because she was from making her hot air balloons or whatever she does. <laughs> what? She's a renaissance woman. Oh, wait. No, yeah, you told me about this. Who else would you bring back, Chad? Max. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I love Max. No, yeah, I would live for that. I would like to see Darian Lake back. Oh, <gasps> yes. Opinion. No, I oh, love I Darian Lake. I think she's an angel. And I think it gives some of these other, like, from these later seasons a chance to redeem themselves or you can bring back these season one and two girls who probably shouldn't be on all stars but should be reintroduced to the fandom you know yeah like morgan would have been great on a redemption season not so much on an all stars yeah oh i want to see more morgan she's just crazy well chad what do you think should change about drag race for future seasons uh, I don't know. Part of me feels like there's just, like, no turning back. How do you think it would be better, though? Uh, so, like, turning back from what? Like, what, in your opinion? I feel like there's something, like, there's, like, a nostalgic factor about what we, what's, like, classified as like the like pr like the golden age mm -hmm. like seasons like maybe five and six four maybe like mm -hmm. i feel like i mean i just feel like because it's become so popular it's like less precious as it was so people yeah. aren't taking it as like um as not politely, but, like, it's less of, like, oh, like, this little show I watch. It's, like, yeah. it's so big that I think there's a different emotions attached than before. That's so true. Like, I didn't really realize that or think about that, but it's really true. Like, it's not as special as it was mm -hmm. because, like, it's so big and it's so... what? Like, not that it's, like, widely known... Because, like, in the, in, on the internet and in my circle of friends, like, it's been widely known. <laughs> but, like, you know, to the people that I talk to. But, like, it's, yeah, I guess it just, it's not as special. Because. I, I don't want to say that the drag queens have been, like, tokenized. But, like, almost. Like, I don't know. I feel like they're. Like, the drag race contestants and the people who want now that aren't, like, haven't been fans before the logo switch. 
Yeah, it's it's not like... It's a trendy trendy thing to be a fan fan of the show. Yeah, and it's not just people that, like, love drag so much that, like, oh my god, I can watch this show about, like, that has drag queens on it. It's like, this is a show that's on TV that's, yeah, trendy to watch or whatever. So, like, the viewership is so varied that it's not, like, just for, like, hardcore fans of drag like to the point that you're gonna sit down and watch a show about drag like it's so like accessible now that it's not as like culty as it once was kind of and I, I feel like there's just something that was really lost in translation when it moved from logo to vh1 like yeah because what was that shift that shift was season nine Mm-hmm. I don't even know. No, no, not, not season nine. It was um season ten and maybe All Stars three. That was the shift. I'm not even sure. That's when, they, that's when they did the pink workroom, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know. Something in that changed it to where it was like I don't know if it's how the new writers, different producers. I know Rue's probably taking his hands off of it because he's just breaking in the checks now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious how Drag Race UK will be. Yeah. Um, when is that airing? Like, I don't. They've already. They talk about it on What's the Tea, so I think it's already been filmed. Mm-hmm. Um. And seeing. I don't know. And I've seen some of the girls on the rumored list, and they look fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> So that's exciting. I mean, yeah. we have that to watch. Um, but I feel like we've we've all said our piece on this uh, topic for now, at least until uh, next week. Next week. <laughs> um, well, do you think the finale or the next episode in the finale, anything is going to change your mind on this season? No. Yeah. Same. Um. Like, I just hope that Silky doesn't win. But I wouldn't be surprised if she does. I have the top four ruined for me by VH1, so... Yeah, I'm glad that I haven't, so don't spoil it for me. Stay off their Twitter, because they're idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um... I think that's it. Any last words? fart (laughs) good one thank you thank you guys so much for listening this has been queered with me michelle me sorry and our special guest for this week chad rab um you can follow queered on Twitter and Instagram at QueeredPod. You can follow me at Marnofo Show. You can follow Justin. Oh, sorry. You can follow me um, on Instagram at underscore Jumilo and on Twitter at double underscore Jumilo. Double underscore. Yeah, he Psycho. keeps it complicated. 
and Chad. <laughs> um, Chad underscore Rab. Woo! Uh, again, thanks for listening. We hope you had a fun time. Stay queer. Stay weird. Stay, Stay queer. Bye bye.